it's time for a brand new Ask Kirby edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hosman. As you may know, normally I interview a guest each week, every Wednesday. We've been doing it for over 250 episodes. But every once in a while, I like to break it up and answer the questions of the audience. So I reached out to you. I've got three great questions, and we're going to dive into an Ask Kirby edition right now. So my first question comes from Trisha Reinhart Woods. Thanks for the question, Trisha. Hi Kirby, what are some of the most critically important qualities of a successful salesperson in our industry? I love this question, Trisha. What are critically important um, traits of salespeople in our industry or frankly any industry? So I'm gonna go, I've got three that just kind of pop into my head right off the top. Number one is consistent effort and work ethic. The reality of it is no matter what you do, showing up day in and day out is super important. What I've found is, especially when you are new to the industry or new to sales, your effort right at the beginning soars through the roof. You're doing all the proactive activities that you know you need to do. Then what happens is you start to see results. So you start to service the orders, the the clients that you've gotten while you were doing the proactive activity then what happens is you drop off with your proactive activity because you're servicing the orders. And so then your sales drop off because you weren't doing the forward thinking stuff. So your sales start to look like this. And so the most successful salespeople that I see do those lead activities, those things you know drive sales each and every day. Whether you're busy or not, they commit to doing those things that are proactive. So consistent effort and work ethic. Number two, it's cliche because it's true. They're great listeners, right? They're people who not only bring ideas to their clients, but they listen to the, the uh, client to find out exactly what they need so that they can actually provide it. And the final trait I see, and I've started to really hone in and look for this, is competitiveness. I've tried to look whether it's sports or just someone who really wants to compete in any area of their life, I find that those folks are good in sales. They like to have their name on the list. They like to be recognized. I'm certainly one of those people. And so another trait that I see that successful people have in our industry or any industry is competitiveness. The next question comes from my buddy Josh Robbins from Vault Promotions. He said, how do you measure and gauge the effectiveness and ROI of your content? I absolutely love this question, Josh. Thank you so much for asking me. So I've struggled to answer this for a long time and I think over the last probably six weeks or so, I think I have a better answer. So um, what I would say is, you measure them differently. So in other words, it depends on the kind of content that you're trying to create. So a lot of content, much like this piece of content, this piece of content is Delivering Marketing Joy. I've been doing it for two, over 250 episodes. You know, I don't think that you create an ROI on it. It is what I like to call sort of brand marketing. And so it, it raises the elevation of our brand. It kind of hopefully provides value to our clients, but it isn't driving to a specific sale. 
And then there's the kind of content that is direct marketing. So in other words, maybe it's a, a blog post that's like three different um, pens that are writing instruments that will work for the real estate industry. And you might have links to those specific uh, writing instruments in there. And so they're clickable, they drive traffic, and they're a little bit easier to measure ROI. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that piece of content or that kind of content, um, but you measure them differently. For me, the brand marketing piece is a long-term piece, and as long as I feel like I'm providing value, then I think I'm on the right track. Every once in a while, I'll put out a piece of content that is specific to, hey, this is a special item, you might wanna buy this now. There, you're gonna measure that differently. What I've found on the way that I measure the effectiveness of this sort of content, where I am doing more brand marketing and I'm trying to provide value to the client, Again, this was an answer I struggled with for a while, but what I found is, is it moves me to the front of the conversation. It puts me in a position where I'm not just a salesperson, I show up as a marketing expert. So they come to me at the front of a project rather than the end of a project. And that makes a big difference. Not only does it impact your bottom line and your top line sales, and that's great, but the reality of it is I think I have a better uh, impact on the campaign that my clients are asking me to help with. So the, the, the big piece that I've seen of the return on my investment for all the content I've created is positioning me different in the eyes of my customer. And that is super important. But I do think it's important to understand that you measure them differently. One is brand marketing, one is direct marketing. And if you measure them the same way, brand marketing will always fail because it's just, it's not a thing that you run out and go and buy a service because that's what it's not, that's not what it's created for. And the final question comes from Justin Mullins. Justin is our digital brand manager here at Hossman Marketing. So Justin, thanks so much for giving me the question. The question is, how do you decide what platforms to post content to? Now, I love this question because it's an ever evolving kind of algorithm and decision-making process. Now, one of the things I do, and of course you know this, Justin, but we tend to try to play in most of the platforms. We are on LinkedIn, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook and Snapchat and all those places. But as Gary Vaynerchuk will tell you, the psychology of people, even the same person when they're in LinkedIn, their psychology is different than when they're in Instagram. And so it's like you wanna try and, I wanna post to all the platforms is really the answer, but it's about what you post in those platforms. I think one of the things I struggle with and we all struggle with is time, right? You wanna be able to just hit a button and it go to all those places. That's fine, but you're probably not talking in the context of that platform. So I, the answer is how do I decide? It's really not a decision on whether or not I'm gonna to post to those platforms. I am, that's the decision, that decision's been made. It's what I'm gonna post, how I'm gonna post it, and how I can see those effectiveness. Let me give you an example. So I'm posting more to LinkedIn right now. Um, I'm seeing that as a, as a thing where more and more uh, effectiveness, more engagement is happening on LinkedIn. But a lot of what I post there is blogs that go to our website and videos that go to say our YouTube channel. What I'm seeing more is that when I post pictures, I'm getting more and more engagement. So almost a la uh, years ago from Facebook, I'm seeing that on LinkedIn. So I'm experimenting with that all the time. So really sort of the final lesson is I'm constantly looking to what's working and trying to take it to the next level. So that's how I decide what 
platforms I'm going to post to and more importantly, what I'm going to post to each platform. So I hope that helps you. I hope this has uh, provided you value on this Ask Kirby edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. As always, I always appreciate you jumping in. If you ever want to ask me any questions, just reach out to me. I would love to answer any questions that would provide you value. Well, that's gonna wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. What's up?